0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to EM Clerkship. My name is Maddie Watts, and this is my series on applying and interviewing for emergency medicine residency. So far, we've discussed writing the personal statement, filling out your ERAS application, and assessing your competitiveness. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to go about researching programs and deciding where to apply. Speaking from experience, it's really easy to get so wrapped up in the process of filling out your ERAS, getting your letters of rec, that you don't spend enough time researching programs. Interview season is just as much about you auditioning for a residency spot as it is you auditioning programs for your ideal training experience. So in order to make sure that you don't forsake this big element of the process, I'm gonna talk about where you should look for program information, what you should be looking for, and who you should talk to about programs. So if you're not even sure what you want or where to start, don't worry, I've got you covered. Before we get into where to look and who to talk to, let's start with the basics of what should I even be looking for? I wanna go through five general categories to consider when evaluating which programs might be right for you. As usual, I will list them all first and then we'll go through them. Number one, what type of program, county, community, or academic? Number two, what length of program, three-year versus four-year? Number three, location. Number four, culture and lifestyle. Number five, niches or subspecialties in emergency medicine. So the first is what type of program, county versus community versus academic? These designations are commonly used in emergency medicine, more so than in other specialties. It's probably the biggest thing I remember hearing people talk about. You'll hear your advisors say these terms, and if you choose to dive into the depths of Reddit forums and applying spreadsheets, you'll definitely see them there too. At one point during the beginning of the interview season, my friend turned to me and said, Okay, Maddie, but what does being a county program actually mean? We both laughed because we've been throwing around these terms, but truthfully, we didn't understand what they meant until interviewing at all three types of programs. So let me do my best to explain. County programs are usually housed in safety net hospitals that receive funding from the local government, and they focus on providing care to underserved populations. They also tend to be high volume and may have more high acuity cases due to late presentations to care. In addition, they may have fewer material resources, so residents may have to learn to get creative with the equipment that they do have, as well as pitch in with things like patient transport or nursing tasks. A county program might be a fit for you if you're passionate about social emergency medicine or serving medically underserved patients, if you like hands on, learn as you go environments with higher levels of autonomy, or if you have an interest in global health and want to work abroad in a more resource-limited setting. Community programs, on the other hand, are usually housed at community hospitals, meaning that they are not associated with a medical school like an academic center, and they are not heavily government-funded like a county hospital. They mostly see bread-and-butter cases. They may be higher volume, similar to county sites, but are often better resourced so there may be fewer issues with equipment malfunction, or personnel shortage. In contrast to academic centers, community sites may have fewer subspecialist consultants. This allows residents to potentially have more autonomy in the emergency department, but it also means that they might not have as much exposure to highly complex cases like transplant or LVAD patients. A community program might be a fit for you if your goal after residency is simply to be a great and efficient community clinician, if you plan to work in a rural setting or generally want to be less reliant on consultants, or if you want a hands-on learning experience, but perhaps prefer a more well-resourced setting. Lastly, there are academic programs. Academic programs are housed at tertiary or quaternary care centers with tons of subspecialties. They are often lower volume compared to county or community programs and may see less bread and butter cases in favor of more complex patients with advanced chronic disease. They allow residents to get exposure to the newest wave of medicine like ECMO and LVADs, but residents may deal with more oversight by subspecialist consultants. Academic centers also tend to have more fellowship-trained EM physicians and more opportunities for teaching or research. An academic program might be a fit for you if you want to do research, if you see yourself pursuing a fellowship in a subspecialty of emergency medicine, if you enjoy teaching and see yourself working at an academic institution in the future, or if you generally enjoy more supervision and like learning topics very in-depth. So let's summarize. County and community programs are going to give you more autonomy, while academic programs will allow you more exposure to subspecialist research and cutting-edge developments in medicine. County programs allow you to interface more with underserved patient populations. Community programs mainly focus on preparing you for a community career with opportunities like moonlighting. And academic programs will allow you more resources to teach and develop projects in whatever niche of EM that you love. But here's the thing. You can teach at a county program. You can go into fellowship from a community program. And you can be a great community physician if you go to an academic program. So don't let these designations pigeonhole you too much. Also, if you like more than one of these things, want to be well-rounded, or just don't know yet, check out a hybrid program. There are lots of programs out there that have more than one of these sites as part of their rotations. Okay, let's move on. We've talked a lot about what type of program as the first consideration. These next few considerations are going to be a bit shorter. The second consideration is length of the program, three versus four year. The biggest thing to ask and to consider is what will that fourth year get you? For example, do you want more time for electives to explore niches or subspecialties in EM and prepare for a fellowship application? Do you want the chance to serve in a more managerial role because you're considering ED administration? Or are you just someone that wants more time to learn and grow? This can be a deal breaker for some, especially given the financial loss of another year of a resident salary versus an attending salary. But if everything else about the program is perfect, then this shouldn't matter too much. The third thing is location. As anyone in real estate will tell you, location is everything. And on the interview trail, I heard multiple applicants, residents, and program leadership mention that this ends up being a primary deciding factor for many. Here's a few nuances to consider within the category of location. If you don't have a precise location or region already nailed down, think about what you like to do in your free time. Do you care about a commute? Do you want to buy a home? Is this city or region somewhere you could see yourself staying after residency? Also think about where you have support. Do you have family and friends nearby? Does your spouse or significant other enjoy this area? But also remember that residencies are like families, So it's okay to go somewhere that you know no one as long as you feel like the program is one that will support you. Finally, think about whether or not the location you're considering has the population of patients that you'd like to see. Think about rural versus urban, what kind of diversity you want amongst patients and staff, and what languages are commonly spoken in the region. The fourth thing on the list is culture and lifestyle. Something to consider is do the residents at this program Socialize in the same way that you do? Do they have a similar philosophy on the balance between work and other commitments? Some more logistical things to consider in this category include shift length, shifts per month, circadian scheduling versus group nights, the flexibility with which you can exchange shifts with co residents, request off, take sick leave, or take maternity or paternity leave. Also consider the amount of vacation time or elective time that is ideal for your wellness. The last thing on the list is niches or subspecialties within emergency medicine. Some people haven't found their niche yet or just prefer to stay general, and that's fine. But if you're someone who already knows that you want to do an EMS fellowship, pursue global health, teach, go on to critical care, then this is something that you should consider. Look at what rotations are already built into the curriculum, as well as elective opportunities. Also look for mentors amongst the faculty who have pursued similar careers to the one that you are interested in. Okay, that was a lot of information. To summarize, before you get started on researching and building your list of programs, consider five things. Do you prefer a county, community, or academic learning experience, or do you want a hybrid? Do you care about the length of the program? What locations are you considering and what is important about that location? Are there certain lifestyle factors that are non-negotiable for you, such as shift length or parental leave policy? What niches or subspecialties within emergency medicine would you like to learn more about? Once you get a loose idea of what you might be looking for, your next question is most likely going to be, how do I find programs that have what I'm looking for? To start off, there are two big search engines that I would suggest you check out. They'll give you a good overview of what programs are out there in various different regions. The first one is EMRA Match. It's a free program from the Emergency Medicine Residents Association, and I'll link it in the show notes. It shows a map of the U.S. with all the programs, and you can filter based on all kinds of fun things like program length, academic, county, or community, ED volume, class size, percent osteopath, and more. The second resource is Doximity Residency Navigator. It is accessible with a free account and has lists for all of the specialties, including dual residencies like EM-IM. Some unique features I found helpful were reviews from current residents and recent alumni, a list of frequent feeder medical schools, and a visual layout of which hospitals the residents work in each PGY year. Important to note, Doximity provides a numerical ranking for all of the residency programs by specialty. Because emergency medicine is relatively new as a specialty, program rankings are not as important as they are in, say, internal medicine, nor are they as accurate. While you can be pretty assured that the top 10 to 20 programs on Doximity are going to be well-respected with great reputations, often some of the oldest programs, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have superior training or are the best fit for you. Similarly, After the top 10 to 20, there are still a lot of extremely high-quality programs, and a ranking of 35 versus 61 versus 101 doesn't really matter all that much. Regardless, I did use Toximity a lot, and I will link it in the show notes as well. These two sites are a great jumping-off point. Use them to find a list of programs that pique your interest or match your preferences, and then Google each of the program's websites to find more details about their program and actual offerings. Finally, once you start to curate your list, who should you talk to about it? There's three people I'd suggest. The first is your advisor. Not only can they help you determine if your list of programs matches your competitiveness, but they can also suggest other programs based on your interests and qualifications. Secondly, I'd suggest talking to fourth-years at your school that just matched into EM in the previous cycle. They are a wealth of information and can tell you how their actual experiences with programs lived up to or did not live up to their expectations. Maybe there were programs that surprised them that they suggest you check out. Lastly, you should talk to the programs themselves. I personally attended several virtual residency fair events, and I learned so much. Many of the programs that I met on these events ended up being in the top of my rank list. Check out program websites or follow their social media accounts to see when they're hosting events. These can happen any time between late July until early October. They are typically casual Q&A sessions that do not require you to prepare ahead of time like an interview. EMRA and SAEM also put on residency fairs each year where they host multiple programs at the same time. Unfortunately, at the time of this publishing, both of these events have already occurred for the 2022 to 2023 season. But if you are listening to this in another cycle... Be sure to look up the dates for these events, which typically occur in late July or early August. All right, that was a particularly long episode, so let's review. When applying, don't forget that thoughtful program selection can take more time than you think. Start by considering what priorities you have with regards to training environment, program length, location, lifestyle factors, and niches within EM. Then search big databases like EMRA Match or Doximity to get an idea of which programs match your preferences. From there, you can dig deeper by looking at program websites, talking to advisors, or reaching out to recent alumni from your medical school. Lastly, I highly encourage you to talk to programs themselves through virtual or in-person residency fairs. Even if you think you want something very specific, like only academic programs, or only a program on the West Coast, consider checking out other program types or programs outside your geographic region of choice because you just might be surprised. I know I was. That's all I have for y'all today, but stay tuned. Our next two-part series will go over the interview season, including how to build your interview schedule and how to prepare for the big day. As always, you can email me maddie at emclerkship.com with any questions or thoughts you might have. And until next time, keep working hard, Keep studying and be sure to enjoy your shift.